Hello, beautiful, and welcome to the Be the Change in Your Marriage podcast, where I help mamas find peace and love in their hearts and homes without couples counseling or rehashing problems. I'm so excited to be putting out my 50th episode. I want to celebrate and blow this one up, so I'm giving away a fabulous date night inbox to whoever shares this episode the most and tags the most friends. I want this 50th episode to become my number one episode. Details in the show notes. So let's dive right in and make it worth the hype, okay? I want you to decide today that you are going to live your best life. Now the social media and retail culture would like you to believe that living your best life means traveling the globe, enjoying time and location freedom, using the most lavish products and seeing the most fabulous sights. In short, enjoying life to the fullest. I have nothing against enjoying life and props to you if you get in on that action. But I want to posit to you today that the deepest and most lasting enjoyment comes from having a sense of meaning and purpose. Thus, living your best life comes not from how much pleasure you experience, but what an impact for good you make. Friedrich Nietzsche said, quote, He who has a why to live for can bear almost any how. End quote. Decide today that your actions will be motivated by love. Decide today that you're done with trying to make your husband the bad guy, done with trying to prove to him that you are the victim of his mistreatment. Give up on the fever dream that one day he's going to say, quote, thank you for pointing that out. It's clear to me that you're the victim and I'm the perpetrator and this is entirely my fault. Quote from Gay Hendricks in his book, The Big Leap. Decide today that instead you are going to make him out to be as good a guy as you possibly can. Does that make you the loser? On the contrary. Who's the loser? Someone who has to live with an awful person or someone who's loving all the good they're seeing so much that their man is rising into the golden image of the perception and expectations he's sensing about himself. Some of you feel stuck in an awful situation. Here's what Dr. Viktor Frankl had to say about that. Quote, everything can be taken from a man, but one thing or woman, the last of the human freedoms to choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances to choose one's own way, end quote. Any given set of circumstances, living with a man who's been unfaithful to you, supporting a man through addiction recovery, trying to communicate with a man who's constantly on the defensive. Yes, if you are living in those circumstances, you do have the freedom to choose your attitude. And that is 1,000 times more important than time or location freedom. Some of you will divorce, but decide today that you will not do so until you've let go of all blame and learned how to live with him in peace, love, and freedom of conscience and mind. 
then you'll be steering yourself right. Summer, my husband says crappy, thoughtless things. I feel that. But decide today that some kind of real hidden yearning is behind those crappy things and that you can treat him with tenderness and respect even as you communicate that his delivery was not okay with you. Decide today that your efforts to see him as a good man will include acknowledging your belief that his intent was not to hurt you even as you honor your hurt feelings. One of my clients is recovering from her husband's infidelity and we discovered together that anytime he defends himself from her worried questions about his whereabouts and begrudgingly explains away her worries could be a chance to seek out and celebrate some positive in him and honor and communicate her feelings of pain. Thank you, she might say. Thank you so much for recognizing my urgent need for reassurance and taking the time to explain to me that I don't need to worry. That really means a lot to me and I appreciate it because you know you are the most important person in the world to me and it really does hurt to think of your heart being with someone else. I love you. Decide today that you will not berate yourself for feeling hurt or apologize for your emotions. Do apologize if your behavior resulted in hurt, if you acted grouchy, if you've clung tenaciously to anger and blame, or even for telling yourself a false story that resulted in hurt. But don't apologize for your feelings. They're just a side effect of being human. Embrace a narrative of love that will keep the icky feelings to a minimum. And when they do come, Hold them in love. Decide today that you will hold boundaries with empathy and kindness. If you're going out for a much anticipated girls night and your husband Eeyore-like intones, must be nice to be going out with friends. I never get to do that. Don't roll your eyes and berate him or offer to cancel your plans. Just cheerfully hold the line. Yes, it's great. I'm super excited. Let me know when you make a plan with the homies and I'll be totally on board. Hugs and kisses. Is that fake? No. There are infinite versions of yourself available in the grand quantum field of possibilities. You are simply using your executive powers to design your favorite version. How much more authentic can you be? Speaking of designing your favorite version of yourself... It is a verified fact that imagining and getting cozy with the you of your future improves your present. I was listening to the wonderful book, Be Your Future Self Now by Dr. Benjamin Hardy. And he was quoting Dr. Viktor Frankl saying, quote, live as if you were living already for the second time. And as if you had acted the first time as wrongly as you are about to act now. End quote. That might sound a little convoluted, but let's dig into it. You could live like Homer Simpson, who, when encouraged not to drink a mayonnaise jar full of vodka, said, That's a problem for future Homer, and I don't envy that guy. Or, 
you could take Dr. Frankel's advice and imagine yourself 20 years in the future. Try it with me. The kids are all grown and on their own with whatever assortment of memories they have of growing up in your home. And let's say Tesla Corp has invented a time machine and they're giving away promotional days back and you get to travel back for one day from then to now and see your children's fresh faces and your more youthful if goofy husband once again. How will you feel when you see them? Where will your attention be? How will you behave? Maybe as Dr. Ben Hardy did when he tried this thought experiment, you'll want to, quote, take the proverbial cotton out of your ears and put it in your mouth, end quote. You'll listen, affirm, laugh, dance, play, and just be there with your precious ones. Maybe your husband's irritating laugh won't seem quite as irritating as you have a profound sense of just how exquisite and fleeting that slice of your life actually is. Why not wake up, drop the self-pity, and decide today that today is a pretty okay thing to be gifted with and that you want to pack it full of as much love as you possibly can. Decide today to approach your ideal version of yourself rather than avoiding the effort it takes to create that ideal. In every moment, you're either approaching or avoiding that best future self. Your decision is more powerful than you might think. If Dr. Viktor Frankl learned that it was possible to choose his attitude as a prisoner in a Nazi concentration camp, I know that we have the power and agency to manage difficult husbands with an attitude of love. Thanks for listening to my 50th episode. Check the show notes to learn how you can win the fabulous date night inbox. You deserve all the love and happiness you can hold. Till next time. Bye.